Moncrief on News Talk. And you are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Our WhatsApp number is 87 1400 106. You can send us an email to afternoon at com or follow us on Twitter. In the studio, Declan Buckley and mad for excitement, Barbara Scully uh, uh, join us once again. Good afternoon to you both. She's excited because it's their birthday today. It's my birthday. Oh, it's not. Yes. It's my birthday it's a birthday. It's a very oh, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. indeed. Oh, 62 great. today. <gasps> and what are you going to do? Uh, we're going out for dinner this evening. Okay. Um, yeah, which I'm very much looking forward to. Nice, nice dinner. And uh, that's about, well, there are celebrations continuing by accident because I'm meeting my girlfriends for afternoon tea, which I love on Saturday, which actually was a Christmas thing that got postponed. So mm. yeah, it's a nice weekend. Where are like. you going? No, don't tell us. I'm not telling you. Don't tell us. Going. But afternoon <laughs> tea is one of my favourite things to <laughs> yeah. do. Got, yeah, yeah, I know afternoon tea sounds very, yeah, very yeah. civilised. It's very civilised, yeah. Well, I'm is thinking, it just tea? Well, sometimes it's a big... Because we can get the bus, like... Because we ah, went into right. town. We used yeah. to go to Wicklow, but then I thought we could go into town, we'd get the bus and get the yeah. bus home, you know. But sure, you know. Yeah, Afternoon tea could turn into evening. Could be an, uh, no, yeah, no, we supper. wouldn't have the energy for that. No, but I mean, there could be a glass of Prosecco or two. And cakes and sandwiches. Cakes and, sam- and scones. All my favourite There has to be a good balance, though. A good ratio of cake, savoury to sweet. Yes. Yeah. yeah although, yeah, as long as, as long as the top layer is fabulous. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. the most important. Oh, care. did they bring it out of one of those tiers? They do yeah. the tiers. Yeah. At the bottom tier is your savoury, so your little sandwiches. Okay. And obviously, I'm vegetarian, so you get little egg sandwiches, cucumber bits, and all the rest of it, and a little wrappy thing. <laughs> and then you'll get your scones and your cream and your jam on the middle layer. The top layer is the luscious, creamy, chocolatey mm, things. It's very down to Nabby. <laughs> very down to Nabby, isn't yeah. it, Jess? Very down to And it's served to you by some flunky of some uh, sort who has to be... Naked. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell us where it is. Uh, na- yeah. Narrows down the venues. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, right. Anyway, yeah, uh, first question. I recently ended it with a guy I had been seeing for seven months. It got a bit serious. I met his family, but it never showed signs of going anywhere. Which sounds to me like a contradiction. The reason I ended it was because the more I got to know him, the more intense he got. One night after sex, very early into the relationship, he told me he loved me. I didn't say it back. He was also mad. All men say they love you after sex. They've just had sex. Uh, He was also mad about texting all the time. One day I picked up my phone. I had 12 WhatsApps from him. Mad, I know. Anyway, since we broke up, he's been very respectful. I hadn't heard from him until last week. He messaged to ask about picking up some of his stuff he had left at my place. At the end of the text, he asked if I could give him any reason as to why I ended things. The reality is I found him intense and he's got ahead of himself a lot. I'm wondering, should I tell him this? My thoughts are, if I do, it might help him with his next relationship. Gosh, um, <laughs> this letter doesn't make any sense. No. It makes no sense uh, because on the one hand, she said it's got a bit serious. She met his family and then she says, but it never really showed any signs of going anywhere. Yeah. Like if ever there was a sign of going somewhere, it's meeting the family. Yeah. Plus the fact that he said he loved her. Plus the fact that, uh, you know, he was sending her a lot of text <laughs> messages. So in answer to parking that for a moment and in answer <laughs> to her question, which is, you know, should I, should I, should she tell him that she found him very intense? Well, yeah, of course you should. If he's asked you a straight up question, which he has, mm. uh, then if you should absolutely tell him. But I don't believe that's the reason you broke up with him. So yeah, why didn't you she should... tell him at the time she was breaking up with him? Surely yeah. he would have like asked. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, but I'm not sure that that was the reason that she broke up with him. And mm. therefore I wouldn't tell him that that's the reason you broke up with him if that's not the reason 
that she broke up with them. Yes. So I think she needs to have a conversation with herself. Yeah. Because of the letter, it sounds from reading the letter like that she wanted something more. But I don't know what it is when she said it didn't show signs of going anywhere. To me, all the signs she's given us is that it's going somewhere. Um, so, you know, and also I don't like the idea that she's saying, should I tell him this? Because it might help him with his next relationship. His next relationship is none of your business. And the next woman coming along <laughs> exactly. might decide yeah, exactly. that she thinks a load of text yeah. messages and saying he loves her it's and leaving the family is great. Exactly. So that's none of your business. So, you know, don't be excusing yourself by saying I'm helping him out I'm doing him a favour you're not but he does deserve the truth because he asked a question could could you give him some pointers as to why you entered the relationship he does deserve to know why mm. but make sure that what you tell him is actually the truth because I'm not sure that she knows exactly why she broke up with him or maybe she does but she hasn't told us yeah I uh, do you think so no or herself? I, I just no. think that this person comes across re- like really Badly, the person wrote this letter and came comes across really badly because what they're basically saying is, my world view is correct, mm. and everybody else, you know, has to agree Conform with me. Otherwise, they're wrong. Mm. And if I don't like the way that they are or who they are, and I break up with them, I'm not going to tell them anything. And then if they ask me a question, I'm going to be really patronising and pretend that I have to do some kind of a, oh no, I have to give them an exit interview and actually talk through, you know, <laughs> a debrief. Why, yeah. you know, like a debrief. Yeah, exactly. And kind of explain, this is not for me now, this is for you, you and your future and how, you know, you can right. improve so yourself as a human being from the moment, the tiny momentary interaction you had with me could make you a better person. I know what I'd say to that person if they came at me with that stuff. Like, Gosh, you've demolished way more than I did. I thought I was being a bit yeah. harsh. I think that she's like, you know, that's just total, the word I want to say on air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the bottom line is, is that I don't think that she should say anything. I don't think that, I think at oh. the end of the day, if you found that person intense, you found them intense. That's your feelings. That's your perspective. That person was being themselves and living their truth in the world. Being intense is not as you pointed out, the next person that comes along yeah. might be a perfect match right. for that intense. Yeah. You know the way when we were kids, there'd be like one of your friends was always kind of canoodling, you know, with, you know, with, a, with a partner and they'd be all kind of mad about each oh, other. Just, all and the all time, kind yeah. of, you know. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> and, no, but you know, like you if, know. if you've ever been in a situation you're out with a couple yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. wearing the faces off each yeah, other. Yeah. And then you go, well, like, oh, should we do the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because so what I'm saying there is my point of that is not that I'm critiquing those people who were acting like that. I'm saying people are different and they behave different. And the reason why together is because they're similar and that's, you know. But what about from his perspective if he's asked a straight question like can he's you give me an idea think as to why a, is he not deserving then of an answer you know what Missy you broke up with me and you didn't even give me a reason and yeah. now I'm saying to you in a text message you know is there a reason why you broke I don't think he really cares he, in the, he's in a bridging uh, I think bit. his heart is broken he a bit yeah, yeah. But, maybe, but I mean at the end of the day because if he did love her like, that doesn't, if he did love her and she broke up with him he just he's still in the same why. space He's still in the same space though, isn't he? he is, He's still yes, going to be uh, unrequited. You know, I was giving you everything. 12 WhatsApp messages in the one night. The works. And you just sent me away into the dark night with, you know, nary an excuse. I still think he deserves an explanation. But 
She and doesn't. I feel that, I mean, you know, she needs to give him what was the truth. And the I heart wants what the truth. heart wants and whatever. Oh, that's Lord. it. You know, when a woman's heart is whatever, a lovely album so from low. the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so low. <laughs> I know, that stuff. I don't, there isn't, a, there isn't a reason. It's not like, oh, can you tell me why I didn't get the job? It's not like that. It's like, I know it, it is. Just it's different if you're in a relationship and especially if he's brought her home and like he's got to tell the family now that it's not happening anymore and I'm sure they're all saying, why? It what happened? It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. Okay. She I, wasn't yeah, the one for me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I you see, she things. wasn't that, who I thought but, she was. That could be, but, yeah, but she, she just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Mm. From she, the get-go, I think. But she doesn't want to admit it to herself yes, yeah, that's, that she wasn't feeling it. Yes. Because possibly on paper, this guy, you know, was perfect. Was great, yes. yeah. And, and, and now she goes, well, I can't admit that to myself. Now I have to look for a reason. Yeah. So I don't seem like a bitch. And all of that is fine too. And, you know, even if she did, you know, kind of through not having the heart to say, nah, I'm not really into this, ended up at brunch in the family home. And all of these kind of signifiers of a kind of a growing intimacy that she was kind of not all that into. That's okay, because it was only a couple of months. She's just not into you. And that's it. That's fine. That's a great mm. excuse. A great reason not to continue but on with the relationship. But she needs to say that then. She does. Yeah. She did already. That she's saying. But she did already. And no, she's not. She said he's too intense. That's a bit of a slur Pretending that him. she has some great knowledge to impart onto him is delusion. It is delusion. Yes, yes. Yeah. So she's got to tell him the truth. But she's got she to come to grips with that truth I'm first. going back to my own point and going, she does not have to give him an exit interview. Oh, it's gosh. not that level of whatever. It's not that, that deep. that might haunt him for years. If you had a it relationship might, yeah. that you thought was all grand and dandy and everything was going along fine and then suddenly he or she ends it and you're like, what happened? Okay, well let me rephrase what I'm saying then. If she comes at it and says, it's because you're really intense, that's her perspective on the whole thing. And he doesn't have to hear that. He could, he, he could, she could say something like, the way that you wanted to proceed with the relationship wasn't the way I would. And from the get go, I could feel that we weren't compatible. But that's compatible. what I'm saying to her is you need to tell him the truth, not yeah. the version of the truth that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. You need to tell yeah. them the truth. Okay, I think we're all kind of coming, yeah, to, we're that all coming to the same, same conclusion. Place now. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah, God. I think so. A fair few people <laughs> saying um, that uh, maybe she had commitment issues herself. Uh, someone else saying maybe she was going with it, hoping the spark would come. We all had relationships that we knew weren't the one, but we stayed in it. Uh, someone yeah, else, of course, says, that's all fine, but but that's yeah. that, that's not something that you necessarily I have don't to blame say. Him. It's not his fault. No, exactly because. Yeah. You know, it takes two to tango. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know. uh, intense people get more intense the people they fall in love with. I can see where this girl is coming from. Mm. Uh, the uh, My God, we don't want to be advised to tell the truth and be honest all the time. <laughs> uh, what we are looking for are creative lives. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the guy's only problem is that he was more into her than she was into yeah, him. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Put it on yourself. Don't give him a complex about himself. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly, that's the point. Don't make yeah. him feel bad. But 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 the whole tone, the reason why I said what I said is because the tone of her letter is that she thinks that she's going to be imparting onto him yeah. some, some helpful, you know, development tip that will make him a better person when in fact she owns half the problem. Yeah, exactly. It was the compatibility that's the issue, not anything that's wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I disagree with Barbara Deccan. In seven oh, months, he introduced her to his family, sent 12 messages in one day and told her he loved her early doors. Red flag! Uh, someone else says, 12 messages? Who sends 12 messages without oh, response? This he is sounds love bomb weird. Lady. This is the love bomb lady. Jeez, uh, she read one hour to get online about love bomb. Uh, 12 like, messages is dangerous. 
That Dennis. sounds like it could lead them to you messaging, where are you? What are you doing down the line? Ah, Spot stop. the signs. Ah, stop. Oh, this guy is a serial killer. Okay, that's, 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 that, that's what it is. Can I yeah. check something? For, I would love that person to tell me whether or not, like a WhatsApp message that is the length of like a paragraph in a Charles Dickens yeah. novel or the same content of information just split, split up. up into 12 messages. Which one of those is the red flag? Yeah. Yeah, and also it depends what he was saying. It could be twelve messages saying, oh, yeah, "Tell him he's doing yeah. stuff." Oh, Met Tom, yeah. interesting thing happened, or you know, yeah. "I love you," or it's, I can hear a voice. It's the noise outside the door. Oh, it sounds yeah. like gunshots. <laughs> oh no, they're coming through the door. Oh no, I'm hiding under the table. Oh no, it's grand. It's grand. <laughs> my parents are in their seventies and I'm about to embark on a trip to Australia and Asia to mark my mother's retirement. I'm delighted they're going on this trip. No, sure you're not. Yeah. Uh, and I encourage them to book it. However, as a trip gets close, I'm becoming increasingly angry with my parents. I've asked them a number of times to send me their travel route, accommodation details and a general idea of where they will be during the two-month trip. They have been so throwaway about where they will be and keep telling me they'll be fine. Last weekend, I called over to their house to check if they'd done their visas correctly and my mother told me to mind my own business about the trip and they were well able to look after themselves. The truth is, they've never travelled like this before. I have. Ooh. I know the reality and I'm only trying to make sure they are OK and, they've, and, and that they've everything they need. I also think it's really irresponsible for them to just swan off without letting any of their children know exactly where they will be in the world. I feel like I'm dealing with a pair of teenagers, uh, although at least when my teenagers go out, I know where they're going. How do I let them know they need to be more prepared when going on this trip? First of all, she's obviously got very young teenagers. Uh, yeah. That'll change. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go on, Doug. Yeah. My teenagers yeah. tell me where they're, they're going they're... and I think fulfill. this is the same woman a few years down the line. That's <laughs> the first <laughs> yeah, uh, this, this also rotted me <laughs> as I read this. I'm going, actually, do you know what? I read this uh, yesterday evening and then online last night, I, I saw some interview about a thing that happened to uh, Dame Judi Dench, the actress uh, who in her 80s, had a, a a studio accident where she kind of slipped and fell and hurt herself, whatever. So ambulances had to be called, whatever. And the, the conversation basically came down to the fact that when the help came into the room, they were talking to other people About other than you. her going, what's uh, her name? What's oh her name? God. Is she okay? And and then she's going, you know, and are you all right, dear? And the whole thing was so paternalistic and patronising that, you know, she swore. And then and they then, do the wee thing. Yeah. Are we all right? Are we all yeah. right? Yeah. She's there going, I've spent yeah. six <laughs> weeks straight on stage yeah. in the Garrick Theatre yeah, and I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So look, from this perspective, I think this person is patronising somebody because they're in their 70s. Yeah. Now I know that maybe if they were organising a holiday they would be scheduled and have like spreadsheets about where they're going to land And but a lot of people don't do that and that's mm. not how they, they is that irresponsible? No. Is that like economical? Probably not. But that's just what they want to do. I think that's completely fine. I think there's a lot of control going on here, speaking about them even as if they're, the comparison between their own teenagers and mm. my teenagers wouldn't be allowed to go out without me. There's a lot of like, inserting yourself into the centre and creating the yeah. world in your own image yeah. here. And I find that really annoying. I think your parents are perfectly entitled as adults to basically do what they want. And if they've decided that they're not going to be organised and tell you where they're going to be on any particular line, that's because that's what they're doing. Now, how would I feel if my 70-year-old parents, who are now 80-year-old parents, just decided that they were going to skedaddle and do a world tour and not tell me where they'd be? I'd be a little bit 
wow that's not that's a wow knock yourself out I'm dying for a holiday too but um, you know I can kind of see the little bit of nervous around it but I don't think coming at it that strong and that judgy is helpful to the situation no that letter really made my blood boil Um, and you know we've we've had this kind of issue before Mm. of where adult children think they need to manage their older their elderly or older parents because they suddenly because they've in their 70s or whatever have suddenly become incapable of looking after themselves which clearly this couple are well capable of looking after themselves I mean most people in their 70s would be reluctant to take on a journey like this for mm. a myriad of reasons, yeah. some of which are not real because society tells us as we get older we're going to become decrepit and, and victim to all kinds of things. These two are saying, you know what? Off we're we able. go. Yeah. We're doing this. They've put together their own itinerary. Why she thinks like that it was okay to come over to their house to check if they'd done their visas correctly, like that's none of her business, in fairness. Now, I understand it may be coming from a place of concern about their welfare and everything, but there is this kind of creeping thing of adult children overmanaging their elderly parents' lives. Yeah. Um, which is completely inappropriate, especially now as people are living healthier longer. And mm. there's no, they ha- the parents clearly haven't given her any particular reason to feel, like if they said, look, mommy and daddy have dementia. Yeah, fine. You know, maybe that's going to be, you know, that mm. maybe be you, some need trip. To, you need to intervene. But mommy and daddy sound as if they're off to have an absolute blast of a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, one of the greatest things about getting older is that freedom from responsibility. Yes, They've done the hard exactly yards of being is. responsible yeah. for their kids growing up. They've done all of that. They've raised their kids. And, you know, very often when you get to the later stage, as, as the elder lemon in the room probably, the latter stages of, like, of parenting, you do start to experience that freedom, which actually does feel a little bit like when you're a teenager. You do mm. have that feeling of like, I'm I can do whatever cusp, I want. Yeah. I'm on the cusp of this new yeah, phase adventure. of life. Yeah. I can do whatever I like. And you know the way exactly. when you were a teenager, you think, oh, the world's your oyster and you can do whatever you like and everything's going to be fine. There's an element of that again, except you're a bit wiser and you probably have a few more bob in your pocket and all that kind of stuff. I think this woman should be thrilled that her parents are well and feel capable of doing this. There are so many people who's, who are really struggling trying to look after elderly parents who have a myriad of health issues. And she even without the health delighted. issues, it's the confidence issues. Yeah. Is that is that becoming yeah. in and kicking at their ankles yeah. and pretending that she thinks they're not capable of organising or doing or even being like loose about their plans. Yeah. That's like, That's... come on, like get a grip. Because it's the surest way to destroy somebody's confidence is by coming at them yeah. again and again and again and saying, have you done this? Can't you? You know, all that stuff. And also people should remember that people who are now in their 70s were probably old hippies like back in the 60s and yeah. 70s. They're doing what they've wanted to do probably for decades. Yeah. They're going to back to meet some of their old And I think you need to back off yeah. love a little bit. <laughs> and the thing is like, presumably they have phones, phones. with them. If one of them's eaten exactly. by a dingo, they can yeah. ring home and <laughs> yeah. tell her. Yeah. You know, not much <sighs> she could do about it anyway. No, there isn't. But I mean, I do know there is that thing. I mean, having said all that I said, I do know as a daughter uh, that there was, you know, you are always concerned about your parents putting themselves out into a place where if something did go wrong, it's going to be more difficult for you to to help. Sure. But that is not enough of a reason to stop them or to interfere with them or as Declan said to undermine their confidence about their ability to do this. Yeah. They could uh, get knocked down walking across the road. Exactly. John says the parents finally have their chance for payback yes, for yes. all the times their daughter wouldn't tell them where she <laughs> <Exactly>. was going. <laughs> uh, I think this woman's point is that travelling is no joke. Oh, oh for and God's she's trying sake. to 
I mean, you get on a plane and yeah, then you yeah. get off a plane. Like, yes. it's not trekking it's, through the Amazon. No, but it's you know not. what that is, though? That's that, that, you know, that's that kind of arrogance of, have you ever been to Australia? I have. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of like, shut up, really, get a grip. Yeah. You know, your parents have done many things in, yeah. their, in, in their lives that you would not be able to do. Yeah. Stop. Without yeah. the benefit of having phones or anything Or the else. internet. Or yeah. the internet. She does not want him to spread, spend her inheritance. It goes on wholesale. Oh. Oh. Uh, John says, we were in Oz in New Zealand earlier this year. We were well into our 60s. It was a source of amazement to our adult kids that after having, raising, educating and launching them into the yes. world from a comfortable home that we would manage a holiday. Yeah. Uh, says John. Uh, Lisa says, uh, my 80-year-old dad has been going abroad with his friends for the last 10 years. Good to places him. like South Africa, Vietnam and Cambodia. Wow. We know his flight details and we know roughly where he's staying, but that's it. My mum travels around Europe on city breaks a couple of times a year on her own. She's 76. Her parents will be grand, yeah. Uh, yeah. says Lisa. Exactly. And uh, someone, else, Lisa. Uh, someone else says, I think the mum and dad aren't going anywhere. They just want two months yeah. away from her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a possibility. Uh, can you please help me in preventing World War Three on my road? We had a massive tree that used to sit between our two houses on our road. Half of it was in our garden and my husband loved it. For Christmas, he had it covered in lights. And during the summer, he would often put garden furniture underneath it. The other half of the tree was in our neighbour's garden and used to hang in front of uh, his front window, blocking light. On Sunday, we arrived back from a weekend away to find out that our neighbour had cut down my husband's beloved tree. My husband knocked in next door and he was told because the tree was blocking the light, your man had every right to cut it down. My husband is so angry. He thinks it should have been cut on one side, not the whole thing chopped down. My husband now wants to seek legal advice for removing something that was half on our property. I don't want to sue the neighbours over a tree, but every time I try to reason with my husband, he flies off the handle. I don't want him to think I'm not on his side, but Jesus, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have huge sympathy for this poor man uh, because I would equally be gutted if somebody, if I came home to find that somebody had cut down my pet tree that I really liked in the garden. It depends if the tree, the roots of the tree. That's it, that's it. I mean, what's not clear from the letter is they said that it was between both of their gardens and some of it overhanged their garden and some of it overhang the neighbour's garden and that's very common but the tree is probably rooted in one or other gardens mm. unless it's bang on the boundary which means there's a wall it's like, like built up to each side of it which I doubt thing. so if it's on their side which I would assume perhaps that it was even though it overhung a lot into his garden they are actually entitled to cut it down um, although I know you know the obvious kind of more neighbourly thing would have been just to cut it on, on the side that was blocking the light um, but if the tree was in their garden, they're entitled to cut it down. And yeah, I but understand. For that reason alone, I, I think it's, I think I would guess that the tree was on their, their side, the, the, the neighbour's side. The people side. who chopped it down, yes. it wasn't on their side of the, the thing. I, oh, think, I don't think you could come into somebody else's garden and chop down a tree. But I think that's what happened. No. I think that's what's actually happened. Well, then they've trespassed and that's yeah. a bigger oh, yeah. deal. But that's I would imagine right. that's, that's what, what I interpreted as happening. Did you? I interpreted that it was their tree even though but why he would he come it. up with an excuse? Why, why would the, the guy who chopped the tree be saying, oh, I did it while you were away in order to stop the light coming into my house because that's the reason well, as I think to, he has a I case planted but it, I, I mean took whether it you yeah. should take that and pursue that case because they would have trespassed number one to have yeah. come into his property and cut it down like we we recently had um, a tree in our neighbour's garden that was blocking our light and we asked them would they mind if we chopped if we took some off the height of it and they didn't and it was fine but we had to have access to their garden in order to do that so 
you know, I think the fact that if the neighbours came in on their property and cut down their while tree away, while they're away, that is shocking. an issue. It is shocking. And illegal, but, I believe. Yeah. But I'm not sure, you know, what the answer is. Nothing, you know, taking legal action isn't going to make the tree magically reappear no, overnight. No. The tree is gone. If you take legal action, you're going to set up all kinds of hassle going forward. And do you know what? When you live in an urban area close, you know, cheap, close by your neighbours, it's really, it's so important that you learn to get on. I think the husband's intransigence, his his inability to listen to his wife is revealing because she's trying to say, ah, relax, relax. Like he's going, no, 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 no. And maybe the neighbour, maybe the neighbour tried to approach before and he got the no, 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 no. They still shouldn't have cut down. Oh, I get that. I get that. But maybe that's the dynamic that created yeah. the problem. But you do become very emotional about things like this and it does oh, sound yeah. like the husband's having a very emotional reaction to this beloved tree that he put the Christmas lights on that he sat underneath. In but it's summer. also it's his territorial thing as well. It's yeah. really like, you know. Yeah, get off my land. Get off my land. Yeah. Someone says you can't trim a tree on one side because of imbalance reasons. Hence, it's dangerous. So... Well, we have a lilac tree that, again, we had to cut on one side because it was hanging over a mm. neighbour's garden and they didn't like it. So we cut on that side and it's fine. It's not a big, no, it's a bush, I suppose, rather than a big, huge tree. Yeah. It depends on the tree and it depends on the size of it. But I do think if you've got a tree or a bush overhanging your garden, you're entitled to ask the neighbours, can you cut it back? Or you're entitled to just cut the bits that are hanging oh, over sure. your garden. That's yeah. fine. But the problem here is if they did, I find it hard to believe they would have come into their garden while they're away. I'd say they just chopped it down because they knew the husband People liked do it. crazy things, oh, you know, I've had mad neighbours over the years. I think uh, uh, fundamentally, though, your point is correct, is that they have to, uh, on a ra- in a rational moment, yeah. the, the guy and his wife need to go, what is more important to us yes. is getting some kind of restorative justice about yeah. the tree or taking the hit, you know, for... Yeah, future relationships with the with the, the neighbour. I mean, you're never going to be friends with the neighbours had they done that. But I mean, you don't no. have to fall out with them either. And I would suggest maybe in time, the husband's anger will subside. You know, the, mm. the more time that goes on, the anger will cool. And I then would say, go out, get your own tree. You don't don't plant it right on the boundary, but plant it, you know, where and watch it grow. I know it'll be a while before it becomes as big as this tree was. But uh, that's that's the only thing. That's the only yeah, thing Yeah, I wonder to do. how big this tree was. Yeah, I don't big know. enough to block the wind, under, block the yeah, sun like, coming into his porch. Well, I mean, you don't. You, you just need a big bush, like to to yeah to, to, to block the light. So yeah, we're getting a big tree. Yeah, like a timber type. And it scenario. would cost a fair bit of money to get because you'd probably have to yeah. get somebody in to do that if it's a big tree to chop it down safely. <laughs> yeah, so I that think, would cost a fair bit of money. Yeah, but uh, the, 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 the sneaking in while he yeah, needed her away, awful. yeah, that's is sketchy as. That's yeah, very, that very is sketchy. That's sketchy. Yeah. Uh, Brian says uh, it's disgusting to cut down a tree for any reason. Agreed. What's wrong with people? It's Agreed. 2023. Yeah. No, it's not, Brian. And nature is under attack. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't deserve to own a garden. Correct. Uh, he says, uh, Ed says, suing the neighbours will cost a fortune, yeah. cause years of neighbourly discord, <laughs> yeah. and it won't bring the tree back. Someone else says, I know someone who poisoned their neighbours' <gasps> trees. It ended up in court and massive payouts were awarded against the offender. Yeah, that's highly illegal. If you go onto treescouncil.ie, really there's loads of things about the legal side of it um, and they explain stuff like that. I read about poisoning that people do that's it, horrendous. but it's very, very, very um, it is illegal. Though, it, it, it opens up the whole other discussion that I'm still amazed as somebody who lives in the suburbs at the amount of people who are out spraying weed killer all over the shop in the mm, summer. Yeah. Do you know, going back to that man's point about some yeah. people don't deserve to own a garden. Like, I mean, I'm always fascinated people going out spraying what's clearly weed killer uh, in order that the garden looks all neat and tidy. Yeah. Uh, And just going back to uh, the parents who were going away on their uh, trip to Australia and uh, Asia, 
Paul on Twitter says, there is no itinerary because they're going to a swingers resort. Stop asking questions <laughs> yeah. you don't want answers to. None of your business. <laughs> Barbara Declan, thank you very much <laughs> as <laughs> ever. I- Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.